Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So I dropped them all in a blender, like 10 of them. And then this was one of the darkest ones I did. And then blended the the mice, everything, fur, like tails and bones. And then did you ever? Drank it. <laughs> This is a disaster. This sucks. What do you got? We, I mean, what do we got? We got fucking long acrylic nails. Damn, you're right. For a vlog. <laughs> There's Mike. Oh, there he is. <laughs> How'd it go? What's going on? <laughs> Horrible. Horrible. How was it? How'd you Horrible. do it? Horrible. I did it, but wiping is impossible. Mike just uh, went to the bathroom. It's impossible. <laughs> and apparently wiping with these long acrylic nails is the hardest. I feel so bad for you. You made it. I feel like Cardi B stanking. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that was so bad. It worked. I don't know. If fuck you know, yeah. But, uh, I don't know if you could say that, man. Might have to cut that. Danny, could you mark that timestamp it, please? Because the PR team's going to have to review it. God forbid we say anything that offends anyone. Okay. Welcome Shut back. the fuck up. <laughs> Impulsive. The number one podcast in the world. Hit that subscribe button, guys. We're feeling a little goofy today. This is for a vlog. Um, not in our personal lives. Well, I guess sort of. Spencer already broke a nail. Yeah. Playing basketball. I don't even know where to start today. But anyways, guys, uh, subscribe to this channel. If you're not already subscribed, wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, we do an audio-only Q&A with the guest after the show is over. This dude lives for adventure. He is a wild man. His his great aunt was the governor of Kentucky back during the Civil War era. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. Great wow. state. Yeah, it's pretty state. crazy. He's a Rastafarian, I think. <laughs> Who knows? His hair is one. It's fun for Louie, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Ow. I'll give you, I'll give you like a, a little fist pump because I don't want to break your nails, you know. There you go. How you doing, bro? Good, man. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Thanks for coming. All the way to Encino. What do you make of this? You walked in and the first thing I did was dap you up. Yeah, this is wild. I, I need to try these nails. Man. No, you don't. Uh, no, 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 you don't. don't. You wouldn't recommend them? Recommend it zero to ten, not to a friend. Okay. Yeah. How you doing, bro? You came to the party the other day. Yeah. yeah it was a uh, Super Bowl party. First time we met. Yeah. First time I've seen this place. It's what, cool. What do you think? You can be yeah. honest. No, I love it. I love it. Ah, tight. I like meeting your pig and I've got a special bond with uh, Kong. With Kong the Savage. Yeah, yeah. He spent like half the night up my uh, up my hoodie just with his head hanging out. I had video of that on my story. What do you think you bond with him over? Because he doesn't bond with any people. He's what we call a, a paperweight. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like no I have brain. a special bond with animals. I honestly do, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I grew up in, um, when I was younger, I grew up like I decorated my entire bedroom as a jungle, like a rainforest and had like trees in there. I had like a lizard roaming around. Yo, I feel it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're like a wild man sort yeah, of, yeah. which is dope. And you got a YouTube channel. You got 2 million subscribers. Mm-hmm. We actually used your footage in my end of year video when we were talking about the art of vlogging because you've, you've vlogged for a while and your stuff is adventure. Your brand is mm-hmm. live the adventure. It so it seems pretty self-explanatory. And I, I enjoy living the adventure, but what does that mean? 
is there a deeper meaning than just actually just living an adventure? Uh, yeah, I think for me, like adventure for, I think it's it's a personal thing, right? What What's your own adventure, you know? Yeah. And for me, that has been a lot of travel, exploring the world. But I think I, I like the idea to inspire people to kind of live their own adventure. Yeah. That might not be the same as me, like traveling constantly or whatever, but I think everyone has something that they, they need to like push out of their comfort zones and, and be adventurous in. Are you an adrenaline junkie? Because you've done a lot of shit. I, I I think I'm I can appreciate a bit of adrenaline, but I don't know if I'm like on the junkie status. Yeah. So you're like just in like a loose uh, <clears throat> like dependence on it. You're not addicted. Yeah, not you're addicted. not a junkie. Not a junkie. Full, full not a junkie. junkie. Yeah, but didn't yeah. you? Just, oh, I get it. I get didn't it. you just hop in a plane and like circumnavigate the entire Earth? Yeah, yeah. That and, was. And by the way, did you circumnavigate it or did you go like around because you know like Earth could be flat and stuff? Like who knows? Yeah. What are your I thoughts mean, on that? You were up there. I, I I don't think it's flat because we flew around it. But I see, you know, I've seen the theory of how we could have done it if it was flat. So I can't prove it, but it it felt. More global, globular. <laughs> yeah. Did you bring a globular? <laughs> Did you have a? You didn't bring a level up with you, right? Because I've seen a lot of guys with the with the level. Just you know, to, go just to, to make sure the horizons. Yeah, like right. to hold it against the. Where's window. the curvature? Oh, yeah, where's yeah the curvature? it's hard to see the curvature. People say you can, but we didn't. Also, because we're in a, a light aircraft, it's like a small Cessna. It's like yeah. a 1970s. It wasn't pressurized, so we were like we couldn't go above like 13, 14,000 feet. Man, are you crazy? Hey, what's, um, what's your problem? Every, plane, crazy, every plane crash I see involves a motherfucking Cessna. Yeah, yeah. Now, there was a few hairy moments, so, I what, mean... What do you mean hairy some moments? Would, some would call me crazy, possibly, yeah. We mean hairy moments, man. Yo, we are about to fly to um, uh, from Mammoth Film Festival to Vegas. Okay. And uh, I, I refuse to go in the plane without a parachute, the small engine aircraft, the Cessna. Yeah. I, I have to have it. You didn't have anything. We had no parachute. We had we had nothing. He paid extra so we can get a double engine just in case the first one gives out. And uh, I'm not overly worried about it because we're f- with Lucky Land slots. You can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Flying over the, I'm kind of worried, but flying over the desert the whole time, and it's almost like, oh, we're going down, and then they're just like, oh, well, we're just gonna put it right here because it's fucking nothing. It's flavor It's a runway. A plus, I don't know if you guys calculated this, but how many are you on the plane, and how many parachutes do you have? One parachute, three. Uh, Mav- team, Mav- Maverick teammates. So are you just dipping on? No, we have it all figured out. We really no yeah, joke about it. We sat in the kitchen and I explained how. Okay, let's see it. I would, I, I would, put, I would put my legs around Mike, wrap him. Evan would hug Mike, facing him. Okay, and of course we're gonna break a leg or something when we land. But it's better than not 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 living at my, all. My fear. I like my, it. I like it. My fear <laughs> is that we we hawk it. We're like the guys like. Oh, we lost an engine, mate. We're gonna have to hawk it. And and <laughs> I don't know why. Who's this guy? He's a he's an Australian that we picked up in Mammoth. Uh, everybody, jump out now! And fucking, I think he we was all Scottish. He's Scottish. Yeah, that's <laughs> Whatever. I'm not great with accents, or I'd be a stand-up comedian. All right? And all of a sudden, we all jump out. I break both my femurs. Logan gets brain damage, even worse than current. Freaking Evan. I don't even know what happens to Evan. And then the dude just lands the plane. He's like. 
he just. I got said, it working. I Susie got it back up. Jumped out. Susie, they they jumped off the back of the plane. Throw another shrimp on the barbie. The, the thing with flying over the US is you're pretty safe because if your engine's cut, there's always some kind of emergency landing strip within gliding distance. But as soon as you get out of the states and you're like crossing huge expanses of ocean, yeah, there's like nowhere to go. So we basically installed all these extra fuel tanks in the plane, like just kind of metal tanks in the back, and we had to get a bicycle pump and pump the fuel from the back into the engines because some of the flights... Mid-air. Mid-air, yeah. So we're pumping, and then we were really remote in the Pacific Ocean, like in between islands, like probably like uh, 400 miles from any land. And my friend, the pilot, was pumping, and the pump snapped. And we had like em empty tanks. <laughs> well, out of gas, guys, yeah, no we, problem. We had empty tanks, and he was like... He sat there for a moment, we were looking at each other, and then he ran the calculations, and he says... If we don't fix this, we're gonna have to ditch into the ocean thirty oh, miles shit. before we reach the Shut next the island. Fuck yeah, yeah. Up. Question for you: How'd you fix that exactly? So he climbed in the back. We were trying to like tie the. We we had some string. We had some glue. We ended up managing managing to like glue it together, pull some string. I wasn't panicking at this stage because I was like, I like problem solving. So I was like, okay, this is uh this is a problem. Let's solve it. And then we were like figuring it out. And luckily. Took about half an hour, but luckily we figured it out. I think at that point, if we'd exhausted all the different avenues, I think, uh, you know, we would have had to. But we, do you know what we did have? We had a life raft. We had like full immersion, like waterproof suits that we had to put on. So if he managed to ditch it in the ocean and we managed to get out, we could actually kind of survive. Just holy shit. Have a beacon. This is no joke. Yeah, yeah, it was you pretty serious. Around. Do you know, are you familiar with the North Sentinelese Islands? No, no. I, they, they won't really this conversation won't really work I guess it's that <laughs> you know it it's the island that the missionary went and got pierced with arrows because oh, they have that absolutely no yes. human contact I have heard about that yeah 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 and they have right. to protect themselves from potentially uh, hu humans bringing disease to the island because they have mm. absolutely no immunity to, to modern day disease and so they and so they so as soon as anyone steps foot on the island it's they say that it's in their own protection to take that person but out. But don't you think if anyone were to go there and live, it would be Louis? Well, so that was my question. So say you you crash land and then yeah. you know you I hear your pilot already. Oh, we're going down, mate. <laughs> we're about to crash, right? And he's and you're going down, and they're like, the only place is North Central these Islands. <laughs> Should we go? Like, what do you do? Do you do do you stay on the plane and go down the plane, or do you take a risk at getting hit with bows, arrows, and blow darts? <laughs> I'll take a risk. I feel like I, I can, you know, I'm not good with languages, unfortunately. I travel a lot, but I feel like body language, you can kind of yeah. have a rapport with people. Yeah, even just like, speak. Yeah. yeah, like, don't kill me. Yeah. I, I don't know. Do you yep. have a certain body language you do with an arrow when it's coming at you, like to try to, <laughs> to, try to like tell the arrow to stop? Do you know what I think I do? I think I try and like confuse them by like dancing or something, like when I'm approaching and it would kind uh... of like throw them off, like, okay, this isn't like, you know, yeah, he's, this, cool. he's not being aggressive if you're dancing. Cool. You know, maybe you can have a little dance battle. Or even like they're like, he's clearly not all there. Yeah. Like they're like, we've seen this before with an animal by the name of Kong. <laughs> Let him come. <laughs> Let him do. You know Mayday? You know how pilots, when their planes go down, they yell Mayday? Mm. Anyone know the origin of that? Fun fact. Mm. Mayday right. is a French word. It's pronounced actually in French, it's pronounced Mayday. And it means help me. Oh wow! Oh, really? Shade me, help me, help me, help me. You know. Made it. Yeah, the more you know. That's crazy, man. Do you do uh do you have that thing in your mind that um recognizes and senses fear, or is that absent? Uh, I, I'd like to look at fear as a logical thing of like, okay, I'll weigh up 
the probability of something bad happening. And then if it's a high probability, I think it would be more scared. And obviously, the lower the probability, I'm like, it's kind of in my head, it's logical anyway. I don't know whether it's like Louis logic or or real that, logic. That is Louis logic. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. a lot of people have irrational fears. But uh, yeah, I don't think I've got irrational fears. I feel like I've got any fears I do have. So you do like calculations prior to... Yeah. Or I trust people. I think I'm very trusting. And I'm an optimist, which helps with fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think being an optimist has other problems like, you know... You, you trust you, people too much. Yeah. 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 I do those same uh, calculations at the club when I'm trying to decide if I have to wear a condom that night or not. Like with the girl. <laughs> like I'm like, carry, he, and I was, two I plus six, say, carry I was, the four. Yeah, he's an optimist. Uh, so most of the ah, time. it looks okay. <laughs> We're going to run this one raw dog. Whoa. All right, whoa. Okay. All right, anyways. <laughs> Sorry about my Sorry friend about Mike. My friend Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Has there ever been a moment where you, you knew you're, I'm scared? I'm terrified for my life right now. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mm. Yeah, probably. I'm trying to think. <laughs> hey, Mr. Tough Guy over here. All right. <laughs> um, I had a, I had a, I've had a couple because like, mm. that's, why I like, that's why I like your stuff is like kind of crazy, bro. Like whether you like to admit it or not, you, you're doing things that a lot of people aren't simply because of fear. And, uh, you know, I've had a couple near-death experiences where I really had to think about what I was like um at Yosemite even like I don't want to call in it near river. death but yeah we we went under the waterfall and like oh yo how how much farther can we get with to where like one of us slips and falls and is a statistic yeah mm. has that ever happened I've had a few I'm trying to think like I've had feelings where I'm like scared like this could go wrong I've had other times where like, I'm sure I almost drowned once my friend saved me, that kind of Ooh. situation. Like, if he wasn't there, Damn. I don't think I'd be here. What, hap- what happened that time? I'm not, I'm not great at, o- o- at like, ocean <laughs> swimming. Like, a, if it's turbulent, and I'm, I've also, this is something I need to work on, but I'm really bad in cold. Like, I've got, like, barely any body fat, so, like, I, I get cold really quickly. Yeah. So we were swimming out. We went far, but um, I just started, my body started seizing up, and I was, like, starting to, like, you know, I guess it was, like, hypothermia or something, but... Um, and then I got super dizzy and I managed to grab onto one of those floating uh, buoy, buoy yeah. things. Yeah. And I'm like holding and then everything's spinning and I'm bare, I'm like, feel like I'm about to pass out. Uh, and then luckily my friend is with me. He managed to like swim me ashore and I was like, damn, crawled and short. So that's the kind of, I've had a, probably a few situations like that, but it's. What is um, tricky? He flipped, he flipped his kayak at, mm, at Yosemite and almost. That was a dangerous trip overall. Yeah. yeah. Water, water is not. Not yeah. fun. Um, I'm also not good at swimming. Yeah. I saw you did a a, a cold plunge with the Yes Theory boys. Yeah. It's and I didn't even know you didn't you don't like cold in general. So that's that, why they came around yeah. the house and they didn't give me a chance because they showed up with the cameras rolling ah. and they like dared me on camera like to come with him. I was like, oh. your scream in that was amazing. <laughs> it was priceless. I didn't know I could hit hit that high <laughs> note. That was a very high note. <laughs> Yo, so I um, it's, I don't know how true this is or the history of this mm. but did you used to eat roadkill i did yeah yeah so before fun for louis my current channel this is how i got into youtube my 
friends and I were sitting around one night and I had this like party trick where they would like see a spider on the floor and tell me to eat it. And this wasn't even for like a video. It was just like for entertainment. And then um, they'd filmed a few of these videos on their phones. And then they were like, oh, we should start a YouTube channel. And this is before I'd even really heard about channels and YouTube. I just watched, you know, music videos and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, you know, this would be fun. And uh, it escalated pretty quickly. We we started just doing crazy stunts. And then it, and I, I kind of wanted to push myself as well. Like, how far can I take this? How extreme? I'm sure you're used to this. Of course, of course. How extreme can you go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And people were like daring me, like eat this, eat that. So I basically, we just, every week we'd have to beat the week before and how crazy we could get. So it started with like drinking a bottle of wasabi. Then I went to a pet shop and bought like uh, uh, a box of uh, live like locusts. And I just put the entire box of like wriggling live locusts in my mouth. Next week, I think we got some cockroaches. And then I went to like a live emperor scorpion, ate that. And then we did a... We did a live tarantula. That was pretty mad. You ate a tarantula? Yeah, yeah. But live. Do you know what I mean? Because you see it in like, <laughs> Cam- in Cambodia, it's like a normal, <laughs> like they fry up the, sc- uh, the scorpions and Yeah, and stuff. yeah. But when it's, it's fangs are there and you're like. Oh. Um, did it pop when you bit into it? Yeah, yeah. It oh. pop, yeah. <laughs> so I kind of like went down that route for a while, but started um, getting some backlash, like from people that were really angry. That what I- was the backlash? Just like thinking about, so yeah more that it was cruel and i was like i don't know i was yeah it was more about animal cruelty but for me at the time i um i ate a lot of meat anyway and i didn't see the difference between kind of eating meat that had been killed in a slaughterhouse and probably suffered to like me literally biting the head off something and then i i actually got in the most trouble for eating a goldfish um, oh yeah! Did was- you eat it or swallow it? Because Stevo has swallowed go- goldfish. Yeah, and, I've seen- and David Blaine upchucks frogs. At the time, I'd seen loads of videos on YouTube of like frat parties, uh, people chugging goldfish yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was like a thing. But I, I picked it out, and it was like flapping around, and I bit the head off, mm. which I actually think is a quicker than putting yeah. in your stomach and it dying. Anyway, yeah. so I bit the head off, ate it. Um, didn't think it was any different from other videos, but apparently that's illegal in the UK. So the RSPCA. Um, they showed up at my house. I don't know how they got my address, but they threatened to arrest me. Whoa. And I ended up having to go to court and... For eating a goldfish? Yeah, it was crazy. But I was in the national papers. Like they somehow like this blew up and it seemed, I think partly because it was kind of crazy that I'm getting threatened. You know, there was like a 20,000 pound fine or a three months in jail kind of it was like pretty extreme for eating I thought you were gonna say a twenty thousand dollar bounty on your head for <laughs> no, the goldfish. No. But, um, united united alliance of locust protection <laughs> act of 1977 you know, my dad um you you know greg paul yeah, yeah. great guy takes us fishing when, when we were younger we have a cabin in ohio and uh sorry dad i'm not sure if you want me to say this he was <clears throat> infamous for uh Catching the sunfish and taking a bite out of its spine. Ooh, yeah. Whilst my it's friends, alive. My well, as soon that. as he caught it, as soon as it's so it's like a it's like it's a, a thing, thing right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I and, think it's like they say it's the 
most nutritious time yeah, to eat exactly. it so it's oh, like really? it's sushi fresh. sort of yeah, yeah live wow. literally bite right out of the back i'm not sure if it was illegal though <clears throat> i know i know getting a goldfish drunk in ohio is illegal for some reason really? that, that's a real interesting law. i i'm curious as to like you go to you say you go to jail and like somebody's like <laughs> yeah i know i was literally you, imagining you're, this you're like, like what would you would you do bro you <laughs> say oh, i just i killed three people it's kind of you know well, how about you i think i would have made something up i think i would have <laughs> Uh, I had a thing with had a thing with some sort of eight eight fish. Eight fish. I ate fish. It was a goldfish. It was was a fish. Okay, so then you've gone harder harder than eating a goldfish. You know what we're talking about. You know what we're talking about. Don't play. Don't play. Whatever Uh, you're playing. uh, Atari. I mean, I I ate lots of crazy. I thought you like. I blended. Drank mice. You there? We blended 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 mice. So I. So anyone with reptiles can buy like frozen mice to feed their reptile and then you like defrost them and they're just like these fluffy little dead mice. Yeah. So I dropped them all in a blender, like 10 of them. And then this was one of the darkest ones I did. And then blended the the mice, everything, fur, like tails and bones. And then did you ever, did you ever throw up? Yeah, that was close. I think that one I took one chug and then like vomited back into my mouth and then, but I never like, it was amazing. I I think it was like a, uh, mind over matter thing so let me get this straight you you actually at one point drank regurgitated mouse <laughs> blended milk, milkshake yeah, yeah. okay that's wow that makes it even worse yep. so yeah there's some pretty dark things mm-hmm. um but it, it's interesting now because i i had this kind of realization oh i don't i don't think i want this to be my legacy in life being <laughs> the weirdo i remember the first time i came to vidcon back in like 2012 or something and uh apparently everyone was being warned that i was this complete freak like watch out for this dude like he's you know st- avoid him basically what? but but i'm like actually a nice guy like i'm not the freak that i was kind of that was my persona online it was this it wasn't me so then i realized oh i kind of want to show people the real me and <clears throat> start a new channel I, was it <clears throat> be honest with me was it your persona or were you at a point in your life where that what you were a little bit more reckless than you are now um no i, I think it was this kind of like very small part of me wanting to push the boundaries a bit. And mm. it, it, I guess it was a part of me, but it was like people assumed that my entire life was yeah, like, I was a freak and I was a really extreme, but it was just like this. It just happened to be the only thing I was uploading onto YouTube, but it wasn't. So now it's quite the opposite. Aren't you vegan? Yeah. Yeah. And it's all just like a fun calamity. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's been a really interesting path for me the last few years that I've kind of literally kind of gone to the Bad. other, other I mean, end of the that's a pretty extreme like eating yeah. roadkill like aren't you aren't you uh worried about nutritious like illnesses like are nutritional illnesses yeah well this is another thing food where born. my my optimism probably <laughs> is that a thing i don't think that's what it would be illness. called i think it'd be like a foodborne illness i know what you're saying like, like parasites yeah. and stuff yeah, like yeah, parasitical so i didn't graduate college hey, uh, and i engineer dog engineer dog i saw you one thing i will say is do you ever uh you're vegan now but do you ever like almost relapse because i saw you um with Kong in your shirt the other day, yeah. you were looking at him. <laughs> I took a video. You were looking at him like, I want to bite this dude's head off right no, now. No, you did, you did. That wasn't the look. That wasn't the look. Well, no, I've I I have like a lot. Yourself. I feel like I'm. I've got this weird bond with animals now. I almost feel like some animals know that I don't eat animals. Like I was in um, the Dominican Republic walking down the road like a few months ago, and this chicken, no joke, like walked up to me, and I like I like crouched down, 
and chickens normally run away and it like jumped into my arms Whoa! and it was like honestly it was like one of those almost a spiritual moment the chicken was looking at me it was like I was like, yeah, man, like, I'm not going to eat that's you. Like, tight. It's cool. Hey, that's it tight. Cool. No, I, as weird as it sounds, I see it, dude. The yeah. way the way you and Kong are, I'm like, hmm, they belong together. Like, you can yeah. have them, actually. Yeah, yeah fuck. <laughs> nah, fuck, he barks in the morning at, like, 7 a.m. You, yeah. you got him. You got him. Uh, it's weird, because If Kong, you ever need a puppy sitter, I'll, I'll, I'll take him off your hands. Man, he, a lot of girls <laughs> love babysitting Kong. He just got a haircut, too. My man's looking uh, fresh. Where is he? Oh. Uh, oh, literally, about- right, right here. Olga is chilling with Kong right now. Do you want to bring him up? Olga, bring him up. Young, he's been being talked about the whole episode. Young Kong the Savage. So, so the, the the story with Food for Louis, so that was the original channel, right? Is that how I... Many, how many subs did that get up to? Just curious. Got like half a million subs. Okay. And I was getting like amazing views because obviously it's all kind of sen- crazy. sensational, yeah. crazy content. Yeah. Um, most of the views were hitting like a million views. And back then it was like unheard of because yeah. I was getting double the views of Other my subs, subscribers. Yeah. Um and yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of a, it was a cool time. And I, I, it's not like I look back and regret it in a way. Like I feel like it's part of my journey. Of course. Uh, but that channel, basically I, I killed, I just, I didn't delete it, but I just uh, took down all the videos and left it dormant for like five years. And as of like a month ago, I basically relaunched the channel as a vegan cooking channel. And I just thought, I mean, I thought, okay, some of the original subscribers are going to get a little bit of a surprise. Just... They're going to be like, hang on. So I did, a, I did a little mini like 15 minute doc about the journey just to explain so people could kind of catch up with where I'm at. Um, and that was fun just to kind of tell my story for the first time and then just started uploading some, because I've, I've moved to LA recently. So I've got like a kitchen for the first time, tight, tight, tight. living with a bunch of friends. So I'm actually getting to cook meals and I'm like a really bad cook. So it's not like I'm actually talented. I'm really, yeah, yeah, yeah. really just figuring it out. So I just thought it'd be fun to make some videos around that. And was, and, that, was anyone mad that you weren't eating blended mice? No, I, weirdly, I got like the nicest comments saying like, oh, hey, this isn't really what I subscribe to, but good luck on, on your path. And, like, cool. I yeah, just, cool, I'm man. just like imagining like, like one or two of his old subscribers, like Hicks in like Kentucky, like what the hell's this shit? <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, first you take the kale and you're going to mix it in with the blended tree branch. And they're just like, where are the blended mice, man? I, um... <laughs> Man, I hung out with this dude. I was shooting an episode of Logan Paul versus it was uh which is a show where I just went up against the craziest shit. And this yeah. particular episode was the wilderness. Logan Paul versus wilderness had to stay out, out outside for 48 hours um, on a deserted island. And the dude who owned the island also is the uh inventor of Billy Bob teeth. I don't know if you if you know you know they you put those teeth in, you look like a hillbilly. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen them. Um and this dude literally grew up like underneath a rock went to shoot went to school with no shoes and wow. he was the first person that exposed me to the fact that you could eat roadkill he would see a dead raccoon on the side of the street and uh oh, and pick it up cook it he did it right in front of me yeah and uh and he by the way i love this but dude. he'd like, cook it he'd cook it right he'd cook it like yeah. yeah and he by the way his house is incredible he's got um Every animal you can imagine, like two pet bears. This is under a, the rock. A family of wolves. No, now he's got oh, a, oh, bro, Billy Bob okay. teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He blew them up. 50 to 100 million dollars in like two, three years. And and by the way, he lives in the middle of, uh, I don't I don't even know what state, like Illinois. So oh, so the, the house is crazy. Yeah, yeah, nuts, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what what was the what was the big switch that made you go vegan? Because that's a yeah, Big, uh, it, and it was overnight. Departure. It was overnight as well. It wasn't like it wasn't like I weaned myself off. It was like meat every meal, and then overnight like that. 
which because I think I'm an all or nothing kind of guy. Yeah, I feel like maybe yeah. you might be like that too. I, I am. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I either want to go all in. I'm not like a halfway person. So. Yeah. Um, it was a number of things. I think to start with, I a few of my friends have started down that kind of vegan route, and I was like, just I, I'm I'm always open. I feel like I, I like being open about my opinions and always kind of keeping an open mind about different things going on. So I was like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm willing to listen, but I was never really convinced. And then um, I met a guy in Australia who had got cancer and actually had healed himself of cancer by eating a plant-based diet. I've heard that. That, yeah. that really fascinated me. I was like, yeah. whoa. And he was kind of explaining and he had this amazing garden with all these fruits and vegetables. So I was kind of like, made me think about my diet a bit. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to like get heart disease and all that kind of stuff. I was like, I want to live a, a long life. So that, that was one thing that I started thinking about. And then also with my kind of love of animals and like I'd always had pets and I realized um, I, was, I made a vlog once and I like saw these donkeys in my vlog and they were like skinny and they weren't being looked after. And I was like a bit upset and I was talking to my vlog like, oh man, I wish I could help. But then the next scene I was sitting down for lunch and eating like this big platter of meat. And it was like, someone commented like, oh, it's weird how you don't make the connection between the donkeys and this platter of meat and these animals and like how they had suffered. And it, it kind of stumped, stumped me. I was like, yeah, like you're right. Like th that's true. Like I can't argue that that's yeah. true. Uh, and then eventually, um, just what I you know, so there'd been a few things kind of rolling over my head, but I hadn't made the connection. And then I watched this documentary called Cowspiracy, which oh, is, yeah. I thought it was going to be like, you know, those undercover footage of slaughterhouses when cows are getting kicked. And I was like, that never really convinced me. It's, it's horrible, but it never convinced me to stop eating meat. But the Cowspiracy doc was all about like, um, how like the environment and how we, we are causing so much damage with the farming industry and in that you know if we if we make this simple decision we can basically do a huge amount for the planet and i just thought you know i've lived pretty luxuriously uh as luxuriously as kong yeah maybe <laughs> uh for years and i'd like eaten anything i wanted and i was caught you know sometimes just overeating or just ordering anything on the menu i was eating out and i just thought this could be a cool challenge to see if I could go vegan. And I wasn't planning for it to be a lifelong thing, but you know, the next day I went vegan and and since then I've just felt like so that was initially like an environmental thing. Then I felt like health, like I felt so healthy after that. I felt like my body cleared out, like my sinuses, I felt like loads of energy. I wasn't getting that slump. You know when you eat tons of meat and then yeah. you feel like, oh, like a food coma. Wasn't getting that. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I have a question on that cowspiracy uh, environmental thing. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, the big the big contributor of CO2, methane, right, mm -hmm. is, is the cow population, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That are, and then water as well. There's a, a lot of water used. That goes in like, into it. Yeah, Here's yeah, my yeah. question. At least in the short term. Aren't we reducing cow farts when we kill the cows to eat them? And and I and listen, let me let me finish this, okay? At least in the short term, if we don't kill those cows and say the cows keep reproducing and we end up saturated with cow farts, is, can we potentially do severe acute short-term fart damage to the atmosphere? <laughs> Throwing that out there, bro, something to think about. Well, we've, we like the 
everyone's breeding the cows to eat. So I'm sure we wouldn't have like billions and billions and billions of cows. I think it's probably like, I don't know numbers, but there must be as many cows there's, in America. as He knows. No, Spencer knows yeah. the exact number. <laughs> I do. I'll whip that out. Uh, in 1920, there was 14 million cows. In 2018, there was 94 million cows. Wow. Beef Crazy. cows, just beef cows. Well, oh, what other kind of cows? They make turkey cows? Dairy. dairy. Oh, dairy, dairy. cows. Okay. Mm, but anyway, dairy. the, the smart ass. The point is so I, I went from like this environmental, <laughs> wanted to make an environmental difference. Then I was like, wow, I can feel the health benefits of this. And then I went more recently, even though I've always loved animals, I kind of made that connection of like, you know what? I, I think I love animals enough to not want to. Eat them, consume, kill them. them yeah. yeah, I feel yeah. like there's like this connection now. Where I feel like there's a there's like an ethical reason why I just wouldn't want to start eating meat again. It's because you ever gonna go back? Um, I don't. I can't see it happening, honestly. And and how long have you been vegan? Um, I think three years, maybe three years Damn. now. It's about yeah, the same as Spencer, right? You're what three, four years? Yeah, yeah. But so I get much. it as well. Like because I've been on that journey, I literally used to eat blended mice. Like I get that not everyone has had that same journey, and I I know that the vegan community can come on really heavy. So I haven't wanted to like kind of preach about it and uh, make people feel judged we, about their their choices and stuff. So we, we adapted here, um, and I know Spencer's a fan of this at least to start. Like this, they call it flexitarian. Okay, yeah. So that, this is me not joking for once, right? So this <laughs> flexitarian approach, and uh, it's basically trying to limit your meat intake mm -hmm. a little bit. So we do every lunch we have is generally vegan um, for the most part, and I think I think even just starting there and cutting back at least has some impact. I know Spencer said that in the past, but I think it's a, it's at least a start. Yeah, know? that's a great, I, I, I'm a big fan of that. I think you've got, uh, you can't be all or nothing, even though that's like, my, that's my journey. I think most people aren't an all or nothing kind of people. You're so. an extremist. Yeah. yeah. So, also recently, you rode your bike from London to Africa? Yeah, yeah. And I'd never, this is, this is cool because I'd never done any long distance cycling before. Like I literally, I don't, I've never done anything more than just leisure cycling around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a what, great challenge. Why do you make the decision to do that? Just a challenge? Just uh, my friends. So I've, before YouTube and like probably since, I don't know, like probably the last 18 years, I've been connected with this charity in the UK in South London and gone on a lot of trips with them and and awesome projects they're doing but they were doing a fundraiser and they said to raise money there's a group of 10 guys and we were all going to cycle from london to morocco to northern africa and i was like man that sounds amazing like we i'm so down so was there was there any part um when you were cycling through the ocean that you <laughs> started to think like how am i doing this <laughs> do you know what i'm the saying english, Just because, the english channel we had to cross the english channel <laughs> yeah. um yeah i think we got was there a fear of sharks? Yeah, yeah like, that? was there any part where, like, you might have got a flat tire and actually sunk to the bottom <laughs> of the abyss? Like you're, you're joking, but do you know this? In, in a couple of months, we are actually, instead of bikes, we're, we're the same charity. We're doing another long-distance fundraiser, but we're kayaking the nice. length of the River Thames, which starts in kind of the west side of England, yep. um, for 10 days, and then actually kayaking across the English Channel, wow. which is like a 30, 40-mile stretch. And there's me. been some people who have swam it. Yeah, right? they have. A, a couple. I would definitely die. I would, I would die for sure doing he, It's funny, because you talk about bikes. He, we, we both have two really weird bucket list items. I've always wanted a lazy river. I've talked about this numerous <laughs> times in the past. I want to build a, a lazy river in the backyard. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> I, I love pools of water. And you could just sit there all day. All day. All day. All day. Oh. Read, beat, whatever you want. Right? Just invite me over when you of course, do that. I'm so of course. Down. His, uh, 
the nails, <laughs> knocked it over. His thing is he wants a, a flying bike. He okay. really wants a flying bike. Like you, you, you ride down the street and like you have the music in the back, like dun, 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 and like long wings, and then you just take off. So not like these drone things. I saw Casey no. Neistat had like gotten a like a little single and like a single drone thing and took off. That, nah, that was awesome. awesome. That was cool. That was awesome. That's but like no, the closest I've seen. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, no, no. There's a guy. There's a guy in the UK with a YouTube channel. He's called Colin Furs, and he made. Uh, it was like it was like a flying bike, but it was like two huge fans, and it had a saddle in the middle, and the fans are pointing downwards right now. It had handlebars. You need to ch- check that this way video. It worked. Out. I would love to look at that. It, it only took off like it hovered. It hovered <laughs> like. <laughs> but you, you need to check that out because that was the that is actually the closest. Hey, well, you can't. It's no, gonna no, no. take you. <laughs> no, we're fine. It's always the the thing about those flying vehicles. What's his name? Colin Furs. Colin Furs. F U R Z. Z-E. <laughs> Have you guys seen the guy Colin that Farrell. tried to, Flying he was bike. the first wingsuit guy that tried to make a wingsuit off the Eiffel Tower? Uh, yeah, I have seen that. It's just horrifying. Did he survive? Uh, no, Hell absolutely no, not. absolutely not. No. There's a video? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh. The video of it. It's so <laughs> sad. It's, my, mind you, what was this, like 1920? Okay, okay. The dude's like yeah. standing up there with this giant like baggy wingsuit on and he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, it's going to look just, good. And he just says it. <laughs> Just straight Falls down. To his death, was, he, was he making those 1920s style faces? Like, remember the faces from the old videos? Yeah. Where they're like super happy and it's like super fast paced. Like, it was fast paced. He wasn't because he wasn't an entertainer. He was a, a, a dude who wanted to fly. Yeah, he's legit. This, I mean, in his mind, he's like, this is going to be it. This is the first it time was it, humans fly. It literally was. Don't you think there's a. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was it for him. There's got to be like a. a pretty uh substantial testing phase that i think he just skipped he skipped for Man. sure it's like couldn't you you, you could uh nothing Co- what, it, what would i what would i call it like ho- oh hover bike Here, hover here's bike, an answer go, yeah. or even hover i feel like when- yeah, man, I don't know why. I've always wanted to to build a flying bike. It's one of my bucket list things. Um, oh shit, twenty seven million views. Oh, this dude's not playing. Okay, so it's a legit. You could bring vehicle. him. I'm sure he'd come over and build you one or something, or help you. I don't know. I, the, the problem uh, is, I want to um the real bike. I want a pedal. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. like Which, ET vibes. You yes. want to be the ET in front of the moon? <laughs> exactly. Like, I think I'm gonna fun. put either Kong or Evan to be in the, the basket, alien in front of my basket. He could probably modify it. I would. I would hope, assume. Hope so. There's an ad. I, oh, okay. I don't have the yeah, And you can't this. drag it to the screen because of the nails. Uh, no, I can try it. I'm using my knuckles, though. Okay. Look how hard this is. There we go. We believe in you. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Ooh, there it is. Okay. Okay, so we got homemade hover bike. And he, he's just like an engineer or what? Uh, yeah, he he just makes cra- – he's like a crazy inventor. He's he just – he makes crazy inventions. Oh, Yo, Col- Colin he did Furs. like um, he did like these magnetic boots where he could walk up walls on them and stuff. Shut and, the fuck yeah. up! Oh yeah, you'd love it. Do you know him? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, Colin, if you're seeing this video, bro, please come to the United States to help me uh, make a bike. I have the funds. Quick note: we're going there in like two weeks um, we do, or three weeks. I think it's a big better, project. Better than we do here. See, check that oh out, man. God. How sick is that? Oh, you it's s- like Star Wars. It's, the, it's like the guys of Star Wars. Holy shit. You could slap some pedals on that easy. He hey. really did it. Also, my it one looks concern. So it looks so dangerous. Hey, I'll be, I'll be yeah. honest with you. It's, it's, uh, that's awesome. But, yeah. Uh, it's not quite what we're looking for. Okay. Well, it's, uh, it seems it's a start. The, it's a start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The blades. So could, talking like, about other, talking about other bucket list items, I, I heard rumors. Maybe I saw something about. You guys maybe building a treehouse in your garden? Oh, where'd you see that? I don't know. I saw it somewhere. But anyway, it's been my dream since I was a kid 
to build a treehouse and potentially even like live in it one day. Like I've, I've been even looking at like buying land in the jungle in Costa Rica or something, that kind of thing. No vibe. way. Yeah. yeah. So I, um, if you, if you do that, man, I'd love to come over and help or something. We, uh, we looked into it. Yeah. We got very close. We, uh, were in contact with Pete Nelson from the Treehouse Masters. Yeah. The yeah. show on Animal Planet. The show. Uh, his boys came out. They 3D mapped the eucalyptus tree we have in the backyard. I've seen the tree. Yeah. I, I was eyeing it. I was like, hmm, that would be good. Why I bought the house. Not even kidding. I was like, the yeah. house is cool. You need to you need to do a little uh, like Ewok walkway though from the tree to like maybe one of the balconies or yeah, something. Yeah, that, yes, that, that would be so sick. Yeah. Um, but anyways, he quoted me for four hundred thousand dollars. Oh, I said, wow! I said, guy, yeah, wow. I'm know, from Ohio. I could do this shit myself. <laughs> I yeah. feel like you could get a cheaper quote, man. I did. I did. I did. It was one fifty. It was okay. the cheaper one. But still, man, how bad do I want the treehouse? I mean, yeah. how bad? You have, you have a decent amount. Of, let's say you have a decent amount of money. I don't know if you do or don't. What's too much for a treehouse? Are you you're probably the type of guy you do it yourself? Mm. I don't know, man. I mean, I would invest in your treehouse, though. Ta -ha. Hey, in my backyard. <laughs> Quick you, crowd, you, crowd you move funded? in there. Yeah, no yeah, problem. I'll move in. So we get a, a sixth roommate or seven. How many people do we have? This is <laughs> that's point, true. At this point, it 10. wouldn't be a bad idea. We do need more. More Louis hanging out. I, I don't know if uh, my girlfriend Raya would be down, but you know, you have a maybe girlfriend named after a dating app. Uh, well, she she was named first. Wait, you have a girlfriend named after Evan's dog? <laughs> <laughs> Our roommate's dog is also okay. named Raya. Yeah. Raya? Raya. Raya. Yeah. Okay, so okay, so she was named first. She was. <laughs> Wait a second. Oh no. Uh oh. Holy What's happened? shit. What? Are you I possessed? signed up for Raya. Raya. I signed up for Raya. Oh, the, the app. The dating yeah. app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I met a girl named Raya. Whoa. No, shut oh, up. No. And I said, this is funny. <laughs> Did you say woof? <laughs> because uh, I'm a dog or she's Raya's the she's Raya. She's Raya. The dog. When did, you meet, when did you meet this girl? Um, like four years ago. Oh, no. Then, okay, different girl. What's her okay. ethnicity? Uh, Bulgarian. Same girl. Same girl. Oh, <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> she was asking us to go out to Bulgaria to hang out with her <laughs> in the Bulgarian bathtubs. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. So there's more There's more than one Raya. That makes sense. Supposedly. What does she think of you... Uh, Doing all these crazy things that, again, I would consider crazy, bro. Especially mm. like the single prop engine plane. I don't she, fuck with that. She was surprisingly chill with me flying around the world. The one that she really got upset upset with was when I went to North Korea and Holy was what shit. And there was a t there was a ten day because um, there's no internet out there, right? I had no What'd way. You say, of <laughs> hey guy, what would you what'd you say, guy? You went to you where, sir? <laughs> say that one more time. I think I'm getting a little feedback in my ear. I had to take my headphones off. So in two years ago or a year and a half ago, I went to North Korea. Okay. That's what I thought you said. Yeah. And there's no internet. There's no way of communicating. So, and obviously, you know, the stories, there's like that American kid that got in prison and died and all that's that. That's you? So, that's not me, luckily. <laughs> no. But but anyway, so that's the fear around it. And she was pretty upset that I'd... What, hey, I man, that guy, so all he did was take a poster, poster. and killed He him. took a poster. Uh, why did why did you go there, man? So again, it's one of those things. I was like, mm, weighed up the risks. I was like, it's just one guy. There's, you know, a lot of people that don't die when they go there. So I was like, this will be fun. I That's got invited. I got invited. Um, there was a uh, surfing school that was going out there to teach North Koreans how to surf because it's the last nation on earth where there's surfing's been introduced. So I was like, they were like, do you want to come? I was like, yeah, that sounds amazing. Um, I did get in a lot of trouble though because you can't talk negatively about the government or anything because they of course you know not. you don't want to say of anything not. so i was like 
in in my vlogs. So I'm, I vlogged every day. Like I vlogged like the whole ten days. And how, how did you? Oh, you, they're, they're okay with you bringing cameras in. What they don't want you to bring in is like music, movies, anything that can wow. be shown to the North Korean locals. Because they don't want... But they don't mind you filming and taking stuff out of the country. It's more about like preserving the... Their culture. Yeah, yeah. Damn. So I, when I got back, I made all these kind of fun vlogs, which is my vibe. I'm like positive, upbeat, you know, I'm not like a journalist. And then when I got back and uploaded these vlogs, I got huge backlash from like the press about like making fun vlogs in North Korea. They kind of... It was like, you're you, you've had a lot fun. of backlash, yeah. man. Of it, was, it was that kind of thing. It was like, the Washington Post was like, a YouTuber enlisted by North Korean government to make propaganda videos. That's literally the, that was the headline. And I Wait, had, were you? No, I had to go to them and say- Admit you is, love Kim Jong-un. Yeah, this is slander. Admit it. This is slander. Um, were you paid I by the North Koreans no, no, to go not, there? And no, that's the crazy thing. I was just going like- Are you I, a North Korean spy? I am not a all, North Korean all, spy. All jokes aside, they let you tape like, so it's not propaganda. They'll let you go and tape like the women and like children hanging out surfing. But will mm. they like let you tape like the women and children like starving to death in other parts of the like? Well, that's the thing. We we had limited access to I the figured. country, yeah. so I didn't actually see. There was one point where there was like we went through a village, and there was like it was like mild poverty. I've seen a lot worse in India and Detroit. Africa and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was like. There was a van, you know, and they said, you can't film here. Like they told me you can't film here. And they, they're, it isn't like they're trying to pull the wool over the, the eyes of the world and pretend some, I think it's just, they're a very proud nation. This is what they were telling me. They were like, we're just very proud and we, we want to show the best. We want people to kind of see that we're a strong nation. And they, so for me, I, I, I get the motivation. I don't think it's like this evil thing. I think there's probably other terrible things happening that I wasn't aware, like didn't see, but then it, that's all speculation. So I ended up in front of my vlog saying, look, Go and do your research, watch all these documentaries where people have kind of done a lot of kind of digging and, and expose stuff and take and watch my vlogs alongside that, not as like very do you know what I mean? Because then you'll get then you'll get the, best, a, that's the full, best advice you could ever give someone. It's the same way as like when you watch like last night's like uh State of the Union address. Mm. Pe the smartest people will watch four different versions of the coverage of it and then start to make their own mind up. You know what I'm saying? Because if as soon as you get locked into one provider of media or like storytelling, you're in a troubling position because everybody's got an agenda, right? Mm. But uh, yeah, that that's smart, dude. It was cool as well because my friend's a musician and he wanted to make a music video whilst he's out there. So he wrote this rap and we got one of the North Korean girls to sing the chorus on the song. And then we filmed a whole music video out there. And it's what? like, it was cool, man. It was like, <laughs> I was like, this must be the first time there's like some North Korean American collaboration on a music video. So I was like, yeah, it's crazy. And she, this was, this was crazy. Cause we were talking to her and then he said something about Justin Bieber. Like, oh, you know, Justin Bieber. And she said, what's Justin Bieber? And I was like, how weird I was is like, that? Hold up. And I said to her, who's the, who are the biggest musicians in the world? And she's like, I don't know. And all they listen to out there is like Casio keyboard demos and like l military opera. Yeah, that's there's it. no. That's literally the only there's music. no. There's no. Inter they no, no. They, they have access to it. Oh, also, yeah, the number one podcast. Oh, in the world. obviously. True. Shout awesome. out to our North Korean. This is audience. true though. If yeah. you look at your analytics, I bet you'll see like twenty views from North Korea somehow. Like someone is getting. No way. Through. It's probably the government. Government. Like, the yeah, government for sure. For sure. Can I? Can I make a <laughs> vlog with Kim Jong Un? I'm talking to the North Korean government. All twenty of you. Please, I've always wanted to. Like I'm not, I'm not kidding. He just seems like a. a Who was that basketball player that was friends? Dennis with Rodman. 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 Yeah. He'll, and, he'll and probably help you out. We actually had an opportunity. I think it was either through you or Andre. Yeah, through to, me. To, yeah, to, somebody who set me up about to do something with Dennis Rodman. Yep. Who I was gonna finagle to get me to meet Kim. Should I? Should I bring him in? Uh, yeah, yeah. Bring him on the podcast. I'm serious. All right. 
So I, I, I'm, I haven't thought out this fully, but I do believe that that we should look at connecting with people that we are like enemies. You know, the, the North Korean American. They, they still see themselves at war with America. Do you know what I mean? So who better to send than the world's most controversial YouTube <laughs> fact? That's true. And I would and I would be if I if I die, like eh, a few people are sad. But if I make it work, I'm a hero. No, no, that's this not true. This is my chance. That's not true. I can stop nuclear war. No, Tell me that's not. No, I'm, you not, don't want that? I'm not saying that. That part's not true. I'm saying if you do succeed they'll totally find a way to flip it so it's not good for you. You know mm. that. Like, they wouldn't be like, <laughs> controversial YouTuber Logan Paul stops nuclear war. They'd, they'd be like, controversial YouTuber Logan Paul stops nuclear war, but here's what he did fucked up while he did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, you'd somehow end up I was, with a I really spin. wanted a better punchline, man. I know. I, I really did. Yeah, I could so tell you were struggling to I get know. it. And I had we, we were all letting you go. I, and I was like, ah. I wish somebody jumped in with some humorous we're, piece. Yeah, we are trying. Can't hit them all, you know? Man, how do you feel about KSI? You're British. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm friends with him. I mean, really? I haven't seen him for a while, but um, I've hung out with him. Who's your clique? Do you, do you hang out with people? YouTubers. Uh, I kind of. I feel like I used to have like there used to be little squads going on back in the day, but I feel like everyone kind of went off and did their own thing. Like, so a lot of the British YouTubers. I don't know if you know like Alfie Days, Zoella, yeah, Marcus yeah, Butler, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, even Casper, Joe, like that kind of crew was like. Probably who I was hanging out with the most Got back you. in the day. You did a um, you did a thing in a white bus. Yeah, and was it on Snapchat or Instagram? I saw it. You you guys got like a it was like an adventure thing. I I think it was like on Snapchat. Yeah, maybe I, we might have posted some stuff on Snapchat. Maybe or maybe it was, more maybe it was Instagram. Stories. Yeah, they, they like featured you guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Like traveling across the country. Yeah, in yeah. that giant white bus, and you actually inspired me to buy a bus. Oh really? Yeah, oh, cool. yeah, yeah. It's outside right now. There's a funny story about that bus. I had saw it on Facebook, and it was this German couple that had basically made a documentary about them converting it. So they turned it into this beautiful. They'd already converted it, like oh, beautiful oh, tiny nice. home. And this Facebook video went viral and I watched it and followed them on Instagram and realized he was already following me. So I DM'd him. I was like, hey man, like, um, I see you're in Mexico. I'm going to be in Mexico next week. Let's hang out. So I went to see, hung out, saw the bus and they had basically just finished filming and they were looking to um, kind of whatever, get rid of the bus. So they raffled the bus. They sold um, a thousand tickets for a hundred dollars each and ended up making a hundred grand, selling the bus. Do you know where they did that? In in Mexico. Right? No, no, no. Uh, was it online, the, the uh, raffle? Oh, yeah. I think they got in trouble maybe because there's like <sighs> there's like laws about <sighs> raffling. So anyway, anyway, so this guy called Pablo, this Mexican dude. Yeah, Escobar. Yeah, Pablo he, Escobar. He won the bus, right? So next, the following year, I was hanging out with the original German dude and I was like, oh man, I would have loved to get that bus. I would have bought it off you. And he goes, oh, Pablo is selling the bus. And it's, this is down in Tulum in southern Mexico. So I'm like, put me in touch, hit up Pablo. I was like, bro, and <laughs> barred with him, basically transferred him. Um, how much did I buy it for? Anyway, transferred him some money on PayPal. And then, um, and then, but, but he didn't give again, you the bus because he's a very, Mexican drug lord. A, a very, a trust, very trusting of me. I just transferred him all this money, all this cash. Okay. <laughs> and then my friend was like, you should probably fly down to Mexico and get that bus before it disappears. So, Went down with four friends, and then we just did this epic road trip driving this bus back from Tulum all the way back to Already LA. converted. Already converted. Bathroom? Yeah, shower. Bedroom. Yeah, bedroom. Damn. It was so nice, what you're man. saying is buy the Sprinter. Y'all are here, here's, here's our dilemma. Yeah. Uh, we, were, we were talking about raffling off the bus mm. um, or, or even maybe selling it, but I think a raffle is illegal. 
There's ways of, yeah. We've I been think up what it and is, down I think every- what it is is you can't, you, someone has to ha- be able to enter it without having to pay as well. Like it, there has to be both That's, options. Like it, you can't have a pay barrier with a raffle. What? Yeah, it's no, something weird no, like that. No purchase necessary. There, that has to be an, in every sweepstakes I've ever run on the brand side, there always has to be a no purchase necessary option where someone can send a postcard in yeah. to like the actual age. But the p- other problem is, is uh, every state, in the United States has different lottery uh, and raffle compliance. So if someone's and entering so from it, a different state. It might fuck us, dude. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And so we haven't been able to do it. But why are we doing it again? Um, we might get a, a sprinter van, a little more modern type of transportation mm. for the team. It'll be a bit easier to drive around as well. That too. And the battery dies on this thing. And it's awesome, by the way. Like, I don't know, Logan, who's watching, if you remember the cool bus. It is a cool bus. Bro, it is, cool. It's, it is the cool bus. That's You'll have good. to show me on, on the bus after. It's sick, yeah. dude. It's, it's like, incredible. it's got a TV in it. We've won like Fortnite games on the road. We took a to Yosemite. Um, I believe we've all hooked up with people in there, sometimes each other. Am I right? <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. Yet. I was sleeping. Man. Hey, shot, the- shots to Olga. What? Nothing. Oh, <laughs> oh that's who you meant. Oh, okay. Nah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just kidding. What's that? I'm just kidding. Yeah, all right. See you later. <laughs> Anyways, this went off the rails. Like, what, uh, the point is, I want to, I want to, I want to get a Sprinter van and yeah. possibly sell the bus. Disappointed that the I've, raffle is illegal. <laughs> I've got this um, 1973 uh, VW camper van, those classic ones, and I want to convert it to an electric uh, van because it's currently got this like engine that keeps breaking. So if anyone's watching that like knows about electric conversions, hit me up because Spencer, I want to make that I know happen. this guy in uh, in the UK, his name's Confers. Oh yeah. He might be able to help you with that. <laughs> okay, Spencer, okay. Spencer wants to do something like that. Oh, uh, should yeah. I should I reveal that now? I don't know. Now's the th- if you're talking about conversions. Right, true, true. So what I want to do yeah. is, uh, dude, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to give this idea actually out right now. Oh, oh. someone might steal it. Yeah, somebody might steal it. Okay. It involves a, a Tesla. Ah. Uh. You but said enough. I'm already taking it. Yeah. I'm going to go do it. Go right ahead. Now. Go buy a Tesla. Damn it. <laughs> Did you see the thing with Elon Musk doing, uh, he might do a meme review on PewDiePie's channel? I did see that. Oh. What? Is, ah, excuse my ignorance. What is meme review? I think it's one of PewDiePie's like uh, formats. formats. He does like a meme review where he just like people submit to his uh, Reddit page and then he just like responds. He just reacts to them or whatever. Uh, the, what, random memes about anything. I think... Yeah, I guess and he, so. and he determines if they're funny or not. Like, what? How do you review a meme? I, I mean, like, I don't know, man. It's it, I've I've watched one of them. It's kind of funny. It's good. But it just I thought it's so random that Elon Musk's gonna. He probably just picks out like the good memes and then. Yeah, Elon then, Musk is so smart. He, he knows. Is. He knows what he he's. Is. I've seen him collab with a few. YouTubers. I think Joe he, Rogan. He's he's tweeting back at Tifu like yeah. Mr. Beast. Like he knows what he's doing, man. Yeah, he, he, he knows what. Up. Plus, you you gotta think it's probably a lot easier to converse to our demographic than it is to older people about electricity or, yeah. or electric vehicles also it's clever because like we're the ones that are all going to buy teslas in the future true. Do you know what i mean like true. exactly elon, elon knows he's got to stay tight yeah he's got to stay dope stay cool because like go smoke pot on joe rogan's podcast like the old people are mad at you but also the young generation which is by the way we're the future whether you like it or not we're going to buy your Teslas, Elon. We love you, bro. True. Hey, when are you coming on, by the way? Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Yeah, you've done everybody else's shit podcast. Do ours. We're number one. <laughs> okay, I'm going to run an idea past you. This oh. is my next kind of big plan this year. So okay. um, I'm slowing down the travel a little bit because I've got a, I'm, I'm in LA living with friends. But I want to plan some trips this year where I take YouTubers with me on adventures 
and uh, but make them kind of meaningful, like either we're doing some kind of humanitarian thing or kind of like environmental cause. But um, I, I just think there's something happening or I've noticed it where like a lot of the bigger YouTubers get quite isolated. Um, there used, used to be a lot of more like clicks and groups of people, but I feel like there's this, and I don't know whether it's just YouTubers or just society in general, but I think people are getting a lot lonelier. There's like a huge, like all this stuff with like people getting burnt out and depressed yeah, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But you see it in, in society as general. So it's like depression, suicide rates, like anxiety, all of this stuff. And I think, man, like I'd love to take people away, do, make some cool content, have some adventures, maybe visit kind of remote people groups and like primitive tribes and learn something from them. Like what, what was life like before we got absorbed into the internet and social media? And like, what can we learn about living in a different way? So you want to do a collab with the North Sentinelese people? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> maybe, right man. Because I'll... <laughs> Let's hit them up. I mean... But I just thought it'd be, it'd be maybe cool. Maybe call them first. It, it'd be cool to, to try something <laughs> like that because I think we're... There's a lot of ways in which society's kind of failing right now, you know. I like that idea, and I'm in. Yeah. If you can come up with something cool, you down bro, to join? I want to do something like that forever. We we talked it. about doing it. Yeah, yeah. Man, especially recently, there, especially if there's a, like a humanitarian aspect with it, that'd be sick. Man, leave it with me. I've got some. I've got some good ideas. Yeah, for real, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, okay. <clears throat> I want to go to the audio Q and A only. Just a nice little bit. Yeah, probably a busy guy, but uh, yeah, dude, thank you for coming on the podcast. Yeah. Fun for Louis. Um, he brought he brought he brought gifts. What do we got? Oh yeah, we got some merch. Livetheadventurestore.com. Hey. If anyone wants some, no, no, it's taking the leaf bro, out of your please book, man. Go for it, bro. Always yeah. plug. Always, always, always live the adventure. I like that. It's um, a good motto to live life by. Big facts, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Hit that subscribe button. We will see you next time. Stay tuned for the audio question and answer only right now on Spotify and iTunes. Take it easy, man. Peace. Peace. <laughs> These nails, dude. I, I, can't, I am so excited to see the comments. If people are like, yo, I, I could not focus on a thing that you were saying because of the nails. Because, bro, you have an interesting story. Like, I hope I didn't distract the people no, from it no, visually. Cool, man. Like, I'm like, just jealous. I want to try them out. No, no you know, bro, no, they're, you they're bad. They suck, dude. It's bad. So, yo, I guess, like, I always like to ask this question to people who have uh, experienced a lot, and I feel like you have, because um, experience can define who you are, how you act, why you do the things you do, and oftentimes can overcome the significance of age, biological age. Yeah. So what are some big overarching lessons, nice little succinct virtues that you live by, if any, that you've learned from your travels? Mm. Um, I really love this quote um, Trevor Noah has, which is, uh, uh, travel is the antidote to ignorance. And I think that's so true. Like the more I've traveled, the more I've been kind of open-minded and accepted other cultures and realized, you know, man, there's different ways of doing things. And so, yeah, I mean, I guess I'd recommend everyone just to get out of their bubble and, and go to some really different places and meet some really different people. And I think it will broaden your views. So, but what if you're feeling trapped, man? Like what if you're from a flyover state in the middle of America and, uh, your parents treat you a certain way. You've been told a certain thing at school. Like when I was young and even worse for my brother, like, and we were making videos, like you can imagine people fucking mm. laughed at us. No one believed in us or anything. Mm. So do you have advice for people who feel like they can't, they can't get out? 
It's hard. I mean, I had this amazing group of friends growing up and thankfully like just having even one other friend that gets it, that's kind of believes, yeah. believes in you and believes there's more than what you're currently in. That's I, I had that too. That's what you need. I had that too. His name if, you're, if you're on your own, ah, oh, I mean, I guess there's ways to connect <clears throat> with people online, try and make friends and, and plan something. I, I did a few um, events for Live the Adventure <clears throat> where we had like just a small summit and, and my viewers came, we sold tickets and we, we had this like three day event where we would like, I don't know, do workshops, chat about, travel and life and living the adventure and stuff like that but uh, so many people there came alone they came for the first time didn't know anyone else and made like lifelong friends and since then they've been traveling together and i feel like there must be i'm not saying just the events i'm doing but there must be ways to connect with people in real life where you can kind of bond and make friends and be like cool let's let's go on a trip road trip together yeah. that's, that's what i did my first traveling was like i bought a crappy van for like a thousand bucks and then eight of my friends we just drove into europe or in in the us you could just drive into another state and just plan a little road trip uh you know split the gas bill it's not gonna be that expensive to- I, yeah i always said too like you can spend your whole life like waiting for a friend to travel with you yeah like literally you'll just you, sit there and wait yeah. and, and and like it's not a good time for me. It's not a good time for me now. And and like a lot of times I, I encourage people just, just go. Yeah, just you can go, go on your own and you'll I, meet I, people I, on the road. hundred you percent. And you'll make friends with them and everything. And, and I think the first three or four trips I took by myself, like to either LA or to Texas or whatever, mm. were a little bit scarier because you're flying on your own and like you're just on your own. But damn, then I started to realize like that freedom that you have of not ever having to ask, hey man, do you want to stop to eat? Hey man, do you want to stop to use the bathroom? Like you just do whatever you want and mm-hmm. you're tr- and you're truly free and you have conversations with really cool people and you you make new friends and make new uh, relationships along the way. So I encourage people all the time, just go out and travel yeah. on your own. Just what, give it a shot. What's the worst that could happen? One of my biggest, uh, best I mean, adventures. Bears. <laughs> bears. Yeah. bears. Oh yeah. Large bears. That's, that's one of my best bears. adventures. I was, um, I hitchhiked across Australia for three weeks with no money. And that was a honestly one of the biggest adventures. Like it was, it was so I, epic, bro. I did, I did. Um, you were you were in Vancouver, right? <laughs> what happened? I did a trip from Vancouver to Mexico, a hitchhiking trip. Yeah, also with no money. Cool. And I have to say. I did not like it. No, you meet some weird people. Ah, you mean yeah, but also I met some cool people. But also, like I'm just not good at. Um, and it's interesting. I kind of hinted at this with the Yes Theory boys yesterday. I, when people say no or I get like rejected, um, I'm I kind of just like sad because I'm an optimist and I believe in mm. people. And I'm like, damn, it's just like this world isn't as good as I thought. And then when people give me things and buy things for me, like a meal or food, I'm like. Man, you're so nice, and I don't like that either. Like, what did I do to deserve that? You don't even know me. Mm. So I'm caught in this like <laughs> weird balance of emotions. Did you ever feel like that, or is is it was hitchhiking like a second nature to you? Um, I I know what you're saying. I think uh, someone told me this once as well. Like, there's something about allowing somebody else to be generous to you. I know you can take advantage of people in that situation, but there's something about someone expressing generosity which. It, it's good for them as well. Like it's good for all of us to be generous, right? If I'm trying to give a gift to someone and they're like, no, I can't accept it. Like that's robbing me of the opportunity to be generous. Do you know what I mean? Which yeah. helps us. It wow, helps our soul. Of like, like so when I heard that, I was like, okay, I mean, obviously I'm not going to go around just taking advantage of everyone, but if someone's offering me something, something, it's good for them to be able to give it to, not just to me to, mm-hmm. you know, to give things. So Some lady gave me a knife. <laughs> she said, I've hitchhiked before. Got a knife on you. I'm like, no. 
She goes, here, take this. Oh, my God. Handing me a little pocket knife. Yeah, you Terrifying. Got, you got to wow. be open to receiving, wow. for yeah, sure. I think if, so. Even if it's a knife. I, and also, if, knife, if, if someone gives know. something to you, for me personally, that inspires me to want to, like, give to other people. You know, like, it might not be give back to them, but it might be, like, it's the karma thing. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give, I'm going to pay that on. Pay it you forward. Know? Yeah. Pay it forward, yeah. Which is always a good philosophy. Yeah, that's and, good, man. Well, I was going to say, it might have something to do with, um, just because, like, I know in the back of my mind, I'm like, I don't need these things. I'm doing this for content. Mm. And like, what if that person who bought me the meal could have spent that $15 on gas money to get to their job for the next week? So I, f- it was like a deep thought process that made me feel a I little I still think bad. it comes back though to like, you're robbing someone of that feeling of that, you know, expression of giving to you. And I think if you let them mm. do that, it ultimately like sometimes when you cut that off, it can hurt people too. Yeah. A little balance. Have you encountered any like aggressive wild animals during your <laughs> adventures? I, feel like, oh, I, feel like I must have. I must have. Let lions. me think for a second. Aggressive wild animals. Mm. Like where you're like, damn, this is, for example, I'm in a hairy situation. Maybe that goldfish. Joe Rogan out. just put on his Instagram. Yeah. Some dude just choked out a mountain lion that tried to attack him. He killed the yeah, mountain lion. I saw that. <laughs> What do you call it? A cunt cat? <laughs> a cunt of a cat. That's what he said. This motherfucker killed this cunt of a cat. Can you imagine strangling a mountain lion, like fighting for your life? And No, I have, I've often like wanted to imagine like which animals pitted against me. Like, obviously I'm a pacifist. I like animals, but in a life or death situation, which animals one-on-one could I take down? I've often thought that. Do you think? And I thought a lion, literally no chance, but a cheetah in the right circumstances, maybe, because they're much smaller, right? They're not like, they're not like hench muscles like a leopard or something. A leopard would just kill you straight off. But a cheetah, I feel like if you got it in a headlock and like jumped on it, I, I'm not sure. I'm yeah. just, this is a theory. No, this I is agree a theory with you. I I, cheetahs are pussies, bro. No, so, like literally cats. <laughs> I don't, I don't but they're also not, wimps. They're also, they're, although, although I did watch a video the other day where the, this cheetah was like licking this guy's arm and I didn't realize, but the, the, even the tongue has like, Sp- serrated like spikes. Oh, and it, they get one of those. And it licked it and it drew blood from it's like up. sandpaper, yeah. but it was so. So if, I was like, oh, mm, if, okay, if, I need to avoid that tongue. If that thing gets Damn. one bite of you, dude, it, you just have to make sure it doesn't bite you. Like you're, you're trying yeah. to snap limbs, snap whatever. But That's if that thing, thing about, gets a bite of your neck, bro. I'm not convinced. All I'm saying is you wouldn't die instantly. You'd have a bit of a fight. It might kill you, but I feel like you'd. What about, what about mountain lion, man? I always thought those were severely intense creatures. And so I'm impressed with this dude that took them. I'm in, I am impressed. The, like, the scary thing about mountain lions is they can, they'll hide in a tree and yeah. wait until you're not looking Same and go as for leopards. your neck. That, this yeah. guy got attacked from behind. Yeah. Leopards like, have the highest, no highest yeah. kill rate of any, any predator on the planet. Leopards? Yeah, because they're so sneaky. Like a lion, you can kind of see coming. A leopard, apparently, it's like a ninety-nine percent. You mean versus human? Like no, for anything it attacks, anything it attacks. You see lions all the time; they fail, they fail their hunting attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But leopards, apparently, they like barely ever fail to kill what they. Who's got the lowest uh, effective kill rate? Probably would it be turkeys. (laughs) Probably (laughs) Kong. I think Kong. That's actually a great question. What animal has the lowest effect? Sloth, turtle. Yeah. Well, they're not attacking other animals. You need to be a predator. Man, it. I feel like it might be the lion. Like lions, yeah. They're they're kind of slow. They're mm, thick. They're big. Giraffe. But who, bro? Who's what's a giraffe killing? Venus flytrap, maybe. A Venus flytrap. I don't know. They're probably. Pretty we should look into that. That's too. interesting. Lowest effective kill. Like who's the worst predator on this earth? Yo, big cats. 
They scare me. Yeah. Like, like you've seen have you seen around? Like, have you been around big cats? Oh, yeah, bro. I, I've wrestled with them. I've dealt with them. I wrestled a bear. So, like, and mm. now that I know the strength of these these animals, <laughs> he's so cute. I, I'm terrified of them. And, you, you know, you see the videos of, like, a dude in India falling in a cage and the mm. tiger, like, licking him for 10 minutes and then finally, like, grabbing his neck and him. treating him like a rag doll, dragging him up a set of stairs. So... Hey, in your travels, bro, do me a favor. Stay away from big cats, all right? Yeah, okay, okay. All uh, right, yo, fun for Louie. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming on Impulsive. Yeah, money more podcast in the world. Hit that subscribe button. I'm going to go do something about these nails to finish this vlog. We'll see you next time. Take it easy, fam. <laughs>